Hey guys, it's Tierra Janae. The topic today is let's talk all about it. And I want us to normalize not blaming women for the baby fathers that they have. And what I mean by that is, you know, some women have Debbie baby fathers. And you hear some people say, oh, she knew how he was before she laid down with him. Oh, all the signs was there, blah, blah, blah. You know, people always quick to run their mouth on stuff they don't know nothing about. And in my case, that is not, that is not true. Now, my daughter's dad, he is decent. He was wonderful at first when we was together. Now we're not together. You know, we both moved on. He got another girlfriend and baby on the way, you know, and he still, you know, he do stuff for his daughter. He, you know, gets her and this and that, but he lives in a different city than her. So, you know, he he do what he can. He could do better, but I'm not going to complain, you know, because there's some men out there that's not doing anything like my son's father, which I did not expect it to go the way, you know, that it's going and. So we're going to get into, you know, I'm going to talk about both of those, um, both of them. Now, I'm going to start off with my daughter's dad, Reggie. Now, we met when I was 18 and we worked at the same job. It was the factory. And um, he worked first shift. I worked second. I met him. He walking out. I'm coming in. We exchanged numbers, fast forward, we go on our first date. Ever since our first date, we became inseparable, literally together every single day. This point, this is my first relationship. Um, he met my parents, you know, you know, so things are serious. Um, ended up getting pregnant with my daughter. And after I got pregnant with my daughter, that's when I... And decided to keep my daughter. That's when I started noticing things about him. Um, one of the first things about him is, you know, he's very, very emotional. And he has no control of his emotions. For example, he literally will... And this the, he's the first person I've ever seen a guy, like, cry the, the, as much as she do. I'm not even trying to be funny saying this, but, like, he literally cries over any little thing like he gets angry fast he's bipolar like the drinking don't help at all we got into our first um physical altercation when he was when he was drunk it's like he turned into a whole another person and that was my main thing with him like I seen a whole another side of him that I never even seen before first he was you know he could be the sweetheart he a working man He had his own car, kept a job, and, you know, but once the other side came out, it's like, what have I got myself into? So, um, fast forward to when I have my daughter, he was there through it all, um, at the hospital, the whole time I'm in labor, um, was there when I brought her home, so... We didn't end up really breaking up until my daughter was almost three. He had moved in. He had moved to Columbus with his mom um, for work. 
And I feel like that was very selfish of him because how are you just going to leave your family? And I didn't get along with his mom. And I wasn't about to just leave up from my family, my babysitters, my help to go be with him, you know. And we always fighting or arguing and this and that. And I didn't want my daughter to see any of that. So, um, yeah, we ended up, you know, not being together anymore. He started getting distant with the calling my daughter and not helping pay for stuff and this and that. So my thing is with him is I didn't see no signs. I, he didn't have no signs of a deadbeat. Like I said, things didn't start fading away until he left to go live in a different city, you know, so he can find better jobs, which I understand. But you you could at least been, you know, talking to your daughter every single day or helping, helping as much as you can. You working every day. You one person. You living with your mom. You not paying no bills. I'm paying bills. It's, everything was all on me. And that's what I didn't like. I went from having help every single day in the house, this and that, to being a single parent, like, drop of a dime. So I had to adjust to that. And I just feel like it, that, that wasn't fair at all. Now, um, to this day, he's doing better. Um, he could do better. But, you know, he has a girlfriend. He has a baby on the way. I know. I wish them, honestly, the best. Gabby's excited for her new baby brother. And, you know, he 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 doing better. Taking turns, getting there, and this and that. So, I, I honestly don't have anything bad to say about him. I mean, it, it, he could, it could be worse, you know. So, some some kids don't even know who their dad is. So I honestly don't have nothing bad to say about him. All I can say is, you know, you could have did better, but and you could, there still is room for improvement on some things. But, you know, I didn't I I didn't know that it will be it will be like this. You know, you always imagine having a family, you know, you being with your kids, dad, y'all being together every day and living together. So yeah, but that's what happened with Reginald. Now, let's get on this second baby father of mine. Woo, child. So, I meet my son's dad um, February of, no, January of 2018. I was going through a lot at that time. Um, and I really don't want to talk about on this episode, everything that I was going through and why I was going through it, but yeah. Um, so I met him, um, at his cousin's house. Cousin was my friend. Mind you, he wasn't living in Toledo at the time. He was living out of town. Um, he was on the run for like seven, eight years, something like that, um, for a case. So I guess he had came to um, Toledo, you know, to and was on house arrest. He was on house arrest um, to, you know, fight the case that he had from years ago. Boom. That actually, I should have just ran, you know, from there. But, you know, he was a nice, he was a nice guy. He was a sweetheart. Um, and we instantly clicked. 
Um, but we met at his cousin's house, and his cousin was my friend. Um, and, you know, we all kicking in. This and that was with my sister. Um, we clicked from there, talking, linking up. Um, boom, I get pregnant. Um, you know, he tells me I'm not going to... I'm not going to be by myself with the baby, you know. he He's not like that. A lot of people was saying, he, oh, he's one of the riddlings. You know, he ain't no deadbeat. He take care of his kids, this and that. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, I got me a, a nice baby daddy. Boom. I get pregnant. Um, I'm at home sick, sick as a dog. My sister called me, telling me he in the club with another girl. I'm like, what? I asked him about it. Oh, this this nigga had the boys. The, he shit. He admitted it. Yeah, I was. And he started saying, you know, stuff like I should get an abortion. I'm like, okay, you ain't gotta tell me twice. Schedule my abortion the day before I was supposed to have it. Easter day, I get into a car accident Easter morning, and. It was a horrible accident. My car got totaled. I mean, I f- went from the driver's side, flipped to the passenger side. It was a mess. Um, body sore for a whole week. Even with all of that going on, I'm still asking him, like, can you please just give me a ride to get this abortion? This and that. Like, I had the money. Like, I, I was ready. He didn't find me no ride. So, clearly, you you wasn't pressed for it at all. Like how I was pressed for it at the time. I'm just got an accident. My car total. You feel me? I, I'm still trying to get this abortion done. You not even trying to help me get it. I'm asking auntie, no close cousin. I didn't want to ask too many people because I didn't want too many people in my business. So I asked the ones that, you know, I felt would keep it a secret. My auntie said she would end up taking me, but she ended up having to cancel to go to work last minute. Boom. Had to reschedule. Um, a couple weeks, no, not a couple weeks, I'm sorry, a couple days before the next scheduled abortion, I had a dream that I was having a son. And at that time, I was like, oh, you know, it would be nice for me to have a son. I already got a girl. I have my boy not to be done having kids. I had my dream. I was having a boy, and I kid you not, he looked exactly like how my son looked when he was born. Hair, everything. Like, I seen him. I seen him. And I'm like, you know what? This is the time for God. I'm going to keep my baby. Fuck what he talking about. You know, I'll raise him by myself. You know, I got this. So then, at this time, you know, me and him, we, we still not really talking for real. Um, I get a call that he just got sentenced to two years. And mind you, he told me that he never was getting sentenced any time for that for his case you know I really didn't ask him any questions for real but he just told me that he was never getting any time so honestly it was a lot with him you know that he lied about and it's just I can't really wrap my mind around it to this day I mean I would it's, it's toxic I would get a headache trying to figure out this this man but it's just really weird like, he said he was only 33 years old. This man is, like, my dad age. Um, he said he only had three kids. He has grandkids. Like, it's just, it's just a lot. So, anyway, he gets sentenced in April. We become back cool in June. We talking every day, you know. He accepted the fact that he, you know, he got to have the baby. We talking about the baby, this and that. Names, all that. 
I find out that he's still, he's dealing with someone. I'm like, well, do your little, you know, do your little girlfriend know that you got a baby on the way? Because you're not about to keep mine as a secret, and I'm not about to be kept no secret. Like, this is your whole baby. He jumps in defense mode. Like, he he went off about the whole situation. So I'm like, you know what? You know what? Forget it. I'll tell her myself. And that's what I ended up doing. We fell out for a minute. And I ended up I ended up having my baby in November. Um, and then we got back cool, sending him pictures of the baby, this and that. Um we was off and on like with our little co-parenting relationship the whole time of his sentence. Um, we strictly would talk about our son. He would tell me, you know, what all that he was going to be there for him. He's going to take care of his business, this and that, when he get out of jail. I believe him. He gets out this past April. He don't even acknowledge my baby. I mean, any real man, I know if it was me, I never met my kid. And my baby mama been holding it down, taking care of my kid that I implanted in her. That's going to be the first person that I'm going to want to see or even look for or ask for. Regardless of how you feel about me, remind you, I, yeah, I deleted him off the JPay, you know, a month before he got out and this and that. But regardless of how you felt about me at the time, he should have been your first priority of what you wanted to see. But he wasn't thinking like that. Why? I don't know. He's going to have to answer to God about that one. So... Yeah, to this day, he still haven't bought my son anything. My son barely even know him. So I say this to say that, no, I did not know how he was going to be. And I get tired of hearing, oh, you should have just had or did it. I get tired of hearing so much and judging me for this situation. You, you don't know what You don't know what I'm dealing with. You don't know what this man, you know, was telling you. you. You don't know. Only me, him, and God know. And this is my son. He's here now. I take damn good care of him. God continue is going to continue to bless me. God do not take care of no man that take that don't take care of all his kids. He don't. You will never be blessed in life. You will never move forward. You're going to always wonder why you're stuck in the same position, why you're sitting where you're sitting. So, yeah, so that's my story with not blaming some women for the baby fathers that they have. I might go on my little rampages here and there. You know, I'm doing better. I learned to forgive, you know, because at the end of the day, my my kids are going to be great regardless of who's in their life and who's not. So that just that's just, you know, the topic that I want to talk about, wanted to talk about today. Um... Thanks for listening. I hope you understand me more when it comes to, you know, you might see me. I'm not perfect. You might see me sometimes say the slick stuff about, you know, my baby daddy's this and that. But, I mean, I'm not bitter. I'm not miserable. I'm not even mad no more. You know, it is what it is. You, y'all the ones that's going to miss, that's going to miss out. Because I can't even go a day without want to see my kids face. I'd be at work looking at pictures of my kids in my phone. Like, I don't see how men don't take care of their kids, don't want to be around their kids. Regardless, now I can see if I was a baby mother that, you know, always started shit or always begging or wasn't grateful and this and that, then that's different. 
but I'm not. You only gonna hear from me what birthdays, Christmas, and all this stuff, whatever that you that you wanna give. Like, but you know, that's that's all I wanted to talk about today. So I hope you guys understand a little bit more why why um I feel the way I feel. And I would love to hear other people share their story, you know, with their baby fathers, they're going through the same thing as me and feel the same way as me. So, with that being said, thank you for listening, and I want everyone to have a lovely, blessed day. Bye-bye.